Welcome to the Playbook for Financial Entrepreneurs. My name is Rich Spence, the President of Morgan Stanley Canada. In my regular day job, I get the opportunity to sit and talk with a lot of professionals in the Canadian financial space, and we thought it'd be a great idea to record these and put them on a podcast for you to listen to. Uh, this week's interview is with Home Equity Bank. I sat down with Augustino and Sue of Home Equity, and they really break down the reverse mortgage so that it's easy to understand, but really, more importantly, give the story behind Canadian consumers that might want a reverse mortgage. Um, I found this interview extremely interesting. It was actually personal to me. My parents are 72 years old, and they're in that age group um, that might need to lean on a reverse mortgage. And it is a scary, different thing that people are not used to. So uh, Sue and Augustino really break down it for us, and uh, it's a really good interview. So I hope you enjoy it. Good afternoon. Uh, really great. Uh, Rich and I are thrilled to have Augustino and Sue with us. Uh, Home Equity Bank is probably a lender that uh, might be uh, something that's overlooked uh, as we sort of are in this panic of COVID-19, but really thrilled to have both of them with us. Uh, for formality's sakes, uh, Sue is Vice President of Sales for Eastern Canada, and Augustino is National Director uh, for the Mortgage Broker Channel. So welcome, both of you. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, guys. Thank, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I'll start us off with the first question. And you're, the demographic of your client um, is really susceptible to what's really going on right now, like from a health perspective. Uh, and if a lot of the retirements in the stock market, they're really exposed to what's going on in the stock market. So it, um, I think you're in a unique position to kind of share with our brokers, maybe a little bit of the experiences that you're experiencing with this demographic of the Canadian population right now with the challenges around COVID-19. So uh, Sue, I'll start with you. Okay, great question. So imagine this, you're 73 years old, and incidentally, that's the age of our average customer. You go online or you open your mail and here is your investment statement. Now, bear in mind, this is your life savings. This is what you've been saving for your whole life to retire, you retired. And you're faced with the news that your savings have been what? Dropped by a quarter, dropped by a third. This is it. It's not as if you're likely to go get a job and earn more income now. You also know that you're likely like to live longer than your parents. You're certainly gonna give, live longer than when they made your investment plan back in 1980. Back then, it was, they made investment plans to last to the age of 85, because that was quite reasonable. That was a ripe old age back then. It was safe to plan till then. Now you know that statistics say that you have better than a 52% chance of living to 92 years old or older. So you already know you've got a problem. Your plan wasn't built long enough. And now it's been cut by a third. And this isn't a temporary problem for you. This money was supposed to last. It was actually supposed to last longer than you did. So this is a real, real problem for the average older Canadian. They know that they're, especially a 73-year-old, is fast approaching the most expensive phase of retirement. And the last phase of retirement is called the no-go phase. 
And that's where you're likely to have health issues. And as we know, healthcare is extremely expensive. Statistics show that health issues generally land for the average older Canadian somewhere between the age of 81 or 82 years old. And just to give you some filler as to what the other stages are, the first stage is actually the go-go stage. That's from the ages of 65 to 75. They're golfing, they're traveling, they're eating steak, they're doing all their best life possible, everything you envisioned that retirement would be. And then they move into what's called the slow-go stage from 75 to 85. Just think of your parents or grandparents. They're not as excited to go to an airport in these big long lineups. They like to stay close to home. They love their community. They love their butcher, their church, their families close by, their garden, and especially they love their home. These are the ones that start to tell you, I'm not leaving here unless it's feet first or in a pine box. So they're in the low, slow go phase. And then the phase we're talking about, this no go phase is actually the most expensive. That's when there's mobility, there's often dementia, there is, you know, physical ailments. Forget COVID, COVID's not even in this landscape, just normal progressions of life. So now, here's what's happening. Not only are they watching their savings dwindle and their panic that they won't have enough, but they're also watching their family members, their loved ones being laid off, suffering income losses as well. And the one thing I know that parents always wanna do, they wanna help their families. They wanna help their kids. So it's almost a triple whammy for people in this age. Now, this is the last time, the absolute worst time, you should be selling your investment portfolio. The whole adage of buy low and sell high is totally upside down now. So we've been getting calls like crazy, just as banks have been getting calls like crazy. What do I do? The last thing you should do is panic. And the next thing you should do is try and look at other alternatives. A reverse mortgage might be right for you. It might not, but it certainly is worth a conversation. Did that answer your question, Rich? Sorry, I was on mute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a further question because uh, I have a 72-year-old father uh, and mother um, that, uh, you know, their, their retirement is, is heavily invested in the stock market. And right. I, I had this exact same conversation with my parents on Saturday. Um, and uh, so I hope my dad's watching. So <laughs> Hi, Dad. Oh, hi, Richard. <laughs> so, so we'll get to my question, but, but okay. Dr. But that did answer my question. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's not like a one-off thing. This is happening in the living rooms of older Canadians. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit further about the broker's databases, but the stats say 39% of everybody over the age of 18, which is everybody's customer base, is of this demographic, 55 and plus. So it's just not exclusive to your parents, Rich. I don't know if your parents are still around, Dong, but it is mainstream. We all know about baby boomers. We know born in 46 and 64, and that is the crux of the population. So it, it's a big deal. It's a big problem. Yeah, my, my parents uh, don't speak English very well, but they actually know about reverse mortgages, which I thought was uh, hilarious. So... <laughs> They, they might impress you. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Augustino, you know, in light of everything going on and, and, you know, obviously probably a lot more calls coming into the office, are you guys dealing with any operational challenges in getting uh, deals funded and approved for, for seniors? So excellent question Uh, on the, uh, you know, obviously social, social distancing has become the everyday topic. COVID has taken over the world. So um, everybody is susceptible to this uh, virus. But uh, if you look at our demographic, uh, you know, specifically the 55 plus, uh, you know, older Canadian, they're even more susceptible. So it's become a real um, issue that we've had to deal with, uh, you know, the, and the two main fronts where we and I think we'll get into this a bit later is the appraisals uh, and the uh, and having to sign with the solicitors because independent legal advice is a requirement with uh, because of the very sensitive nature of the uh, the type of mortgage transaction that we uh, that we offer. Um, these are the two key areas. So the volume of business, you know, has has actually gone up quite a bit because there is a there's a definite demand for the product, and I think mortgages in general, with rates changing, that seems to be the general consensus. Uh, but the challenge for us, and, and we're working on solutions, is um, how do you get them closed without exposing our, our clients to uh, the virus? Um, so, you know, on, on the uh, independent legal advice front, uh, that's really something that we've addressed with our, uh, you know, with our solicitors. And it's, uh, it's more of a provincial, um, whatever the law society at the provincial level, uh, it empowers the solicitors to make that decision. And a lot of them have uh, stepped up and said, you know what, I'll sign them up on Skype. Uh, we've got some very creative solicitors uh, uh, just the other day, myself and Sue got an email from one of our broker partners out west that um, they do all the preliminary work through Skype and then they will uh, sign at curbside. So, I mean, that isn't the solution for everybody, but at the end of the day, uh, it, everybody's kind of working together to come up with a solution. And on the appraisal front, um, we sent out a message to, uh, um, I, I sent it out to yourself, Rich, and, you know, Dong and, and everybody in the network. Uh, basically, we're going to a desktop. Uh, and I know some lenders have gone to a, you know, they'll take photos or virtual tours from the borrowers. And we weren't opposed to that. We just want to minimize or, in, in fact, with our demographic, eliminate uh, any exposure to our, our, our clients because they are at that, uh, they're a very high risk to the exposure. So, you know, in the interest of protecting our client and, and the business and everybody, uh, we've made these changes that... Uh, um, you know, it may not be ideal for the long run, which is definitely not ideal, but in the interim, it allows, it empowers this data, this, um, this base of clients access to their equity, you know, while the stocks are going down and while the RSPs are not an ideal to cash out, um, but it, uh, it gives them access to their equity should that be an option. Um, so hopefully that answers your questions, but uh, that, that's how we're uh, addressing some of these concerns. Yeah, that's great because my dad wouldn't let you in his house right now, anyways. So. Yeah, and I don't doubt him. I don't. I don't blame him. <laughs> right. So okay. So so going back to so let's get an understanding of the product first. I think um, you know help me exp- and I'll give you my again because an example and it really helps is I'll give you my parents as as a because it's probably your stereotypical client and help me explain to my dad and all the other dads out there your product and how it works. So. Both my parents, 72 years old, um, they own their home. Um, they're on CPP old age, and they, you know, they have some. They have small rift going on, and like you, Sue, you know, right now is the absolute worst time to sell your stocks, right? Um, yeah. 
and it, but then I have to present to my dad this option of a reverse mortgage, and he's like, "Are you crazy? Reverse mortgage? Explain it to me, right?" Yeah, exactly. So, so help me explain it a little bit to him, okay. um, and then and then Don will ask you the question. My dad will ask, "What's the catch?" Right after you oh, okay. great job yeah. pitching the story, he's gonna say, right. "Okay, what's the downside?" Right. So, Got it. Uh, go ahead. Over to you. Okay. So first off, uh, Rich's dad. <laughs> A reverse and mom. A reverse, a reverse mortgage is simply a mortgage with optional payments. It doesn't get any more complicated than that. The money you receive is actually from your equity. It is tax free because it's your principal residence and you can take it in a lump sum or in monthly installments. So far so good. Now there is interest and the interest is capitalized or added to the mortgage. And yes, it does compound. Home Equity Bank gives a written guarantee to every customer that they will never owe more than what the property is worth. You retain ownership and the loan can never be culled or pulled. The approval is for life and you never have to re-qualify, even if a spouse were to pass away. We get paid, the bank, when the property is sold. Full stop. Our average loan stays on our books approximately seven years. And we generally get paid, the house is generally sold when they move out, and that could be to a care facility or it could be that they pass away. We do not take ownership, it is a simple mortgage. Income's not required because payments are not required. However, the customer is responsible for property insurance, for property taxes, and any condo fees that may apply. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, oh, yeah. makes sense. So, so Augustina, what would be the, you know, you know, if you are dealing with a, a senior that's that's you know, a little bit risk adverse, what's the worst case scenario? What's what's the catch here? As as Rich said, what 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 should I be concerned about? So I guess, to be honest, the the biggest challenge I think for your your broker network and all brokers is the getting past the stigma. We do have the no negative. Um, equity guarantee, um, you know, and, and I can talk to it very briefly, but we've, uh, we've done a lot of studies on, um, you know, we, our loan to value is built on a formulation that um, there will always be equity provided the market continues to grow. Now, you know, currently nobody knows what the future holds. Unfortunately, COVID is going to, will indefinitely change, you know, the way the real estate market here in you know Canada and pretty much globally, but we've done um, a lot of research and a lot of study on uh, you know based on three percent, four percent, five percent equity growth on an annual basis, knowing that the average nationally is uh, I believe seven percent, uh, and at three to four percent the equity would be more than. Uh, it would when the uh, you know your borrower takes out the loan. So one of the key challenges in all these scenarios is you know well what about what, you know what do I leave to my children? 
you know, what, what do I leave as far as inheritance? And the reality is, um, in a very, very conservative uh, illustration that we can send you, um, the, the, the equity will maintain or grow at, at a pace that, is, that outpaces the, uh, you know, the, the interest that accumulates. So, uh, you know, what's the catch? Uh, the biggest challenge is, is getting this demographic to buy in, because you got to remember, as Sue alluded to or spoke about earlier, uh, this is a generation that, you know, their whole uh, existence was getting rid of their mortgage and working towards being free and clear. So now uh, we're going to switch gears and say, you know what, uh, you, to live the life you want until, you know, uh, you're no longer around, you've got to tap into that equity and everything you've been working for all your lives, you got to take out. And the initial thought is, well, what do I leave for my kids? So the reality is, uh, you know, the equity will grow at a pace, you know, obviously that market conditions now remain to be seen. I don't think anybody has the answer right now, but that's, that's the biggest challenge. Um, and then Sue, if you'd like to contribute, I, like that's, that's what I see that uh, you, as a broker to get through to, to the, uh, to the end client, that's the biggest challenge. For sure. That, that is actually twofold. One is that, you know, they spent 40 years lecturing you, Rich, pay off your mortgage, don't be in debt. And here I am 72. And now you're telling me to get into a mortgage? What did I do wrong? How did this go so wrong? And as a matter of fact, mortgage itself has that stigma, even by the definition of the word, it doesn't matter if you're an older Canadian or a younger Canadian, that seems to be the goal. And the research we've done is, and this isn't just a Canadian issue either. It is nationally, it is worldwide, it is a global issue. And some other countries like Korea, for example, they don't even call it a reverse mortgage. They call it a home pension <laughs> because people need to live in the thing that nobody anticipated, nobody, is that older Canadians would have a reluctance to move. We based every financial plan on downsizing. But the problem is, talk to your parents, they're gonna go, uh-uh, I don't want to move. Yeah. So all the rest of those discussions go out the window. So knowing they want to stay, knowing they have the equity to actually finance their retirement, and then you add this powerful piece, and I know this is true of almost all kids, we want our parents looked after. The last thing we want is for them to do without. And most of their kids have done incredibly well, and they've already helped them all the way along the way. So, and the other downfall catch that we, if you talk to brokers, they'll say, we don't lend enough. You're too conservative. You don't lend enough. And partially because of that written guarantee. And also the last thing we want is to set anybody up to fail. We want to make sure there's some left over so they can leave to their kids or pay for that expensive healthcare bill. Yeah. And that's, I think the, you know, you described it earlier and it, it's really the conversation I have with my dad is he's in that go-go stage. And he says, you know, and, and my sister and I, we talked to my dad and we're exactly like, we don't want your money. Like we, there's no, we don't want the inheritance. Okay. We, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we want you guys to go enjoy your life. And they're in that go-go stage. And my dad went straight to the thought of, okay, what happens when I get to that no-go stage? What's going to be left in equity when I need to sell the house to finance the no-go stage. And, well, and that's the beauty of this product because your property will appreciate and your loan will also appreciate, but there is a buffer there. And eventually the lines meet 
but it's somewhere way into the future. So they can refinance with us and as the property goes up and they get older, they get access to more money as they need it. So it's not a one and done. It's a product that evolves and grows with them. And I think that's a great point. I think, you know, we, we've been telling our, our brokers, you know, now is not a time to sell, but a time to service. And I know a lot of them are having tons of conversations with, you know, some seniors. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes they forget that this, you know, op opportunity or option exists for them. So, you know, to me and to Rich, this is a timely conversation for them to have, or at least listen to, um, you know, funny enough, mortgage is Latin for death grip. I think that's what it uh, mm -hmm. refers to. So I agree with you. <laughs> who wants it? So uh, I think uh, if there's any last words you want to share to our brokers that, that you want to, you know, depart to yes. them. Yes. Just, just easy, easy, easy. If you think this might be a possible solution or you want to find out more information, go on our website, find out your BDM, call them. We're asking that all deals go through them now. It's a different game and we want to make sure everybody understands the process and that we make this happen as quickly and as easily for this older demographic. Because you think we're scared? Multiply that by much, much more. That's it. Thanks guys, I re we're honestly really appreciate it. And I just want to say hi to my mom and dad because probably this is the only online video they'll ever watch of mine, so. Uh, <laughs> hi Mr. and Mrs. Spence. <laughs>